I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today we're talking to Rob Threlkeld, Renewable Energy Manager for General Motors. GM joined SIA in February, and in October at SPI, they announced that they will be installing a 1.8 megawatt array on their Toledo transmission plant. Rob, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Frank. Glad to be uh, talking with you today. It seems like every other solar show, General Motors is now making news. GM was not somebody who was very visible to most people in the solar industry before you guys joined SIA at PV America. But you guys have been doing this for a long time. Talk about the history that GM has with solar. It really dates back to 2005 when we put the first one megawatt array really done in the United States at our parts distribution center in California, and it's just grown since then. And as you mentioned, we did join SIA, and it seemed to make sense to really get more of an end user's input into the industry, some of the lessons learned that we've had over the years of putting solar on our facilities. Tell our listeners about the company's most recent project in Toledo. We're very proud of the 1.8 megawatt, and that is our largest ray actually in North America. We've done it in conjunction with the Toledo Port Authority. Really, it's an all-local support, Ocean Energy, which was the integrator, and First Solar, which typically doesn't get into some of the smaller-scale projects and stay more on the utility side, supported it from a jobs perspective, the panels that are on the facility in Toledo, and it covers roughly about 500,000 square feet or so of the roof of the facility. There are 21,000 First Solar panels on the roof of the Toledo facility. What has your employees' reaction been to this initiative? It's been very enthusiastic. In fact, a lot of the facilities I go into that don't have solar yet, I do get asked both from the salaried and hourly employees, where are we on the list and when can we get one? So it really has become a very visible component, which solar is, and that's partially why we're so supportive of the solar industry, because it gives our employees the visual and basically aspects of what we're trying to do to promote our sustainability efforts as a company. You recently appeared as part of the solar chat on on Twitter, and one of the things you talked about there was the fact that you have kiosks in a lot of the plants where you have solar installed to explain the whole concept of solar energy to your employees. Yeah, we have kiosks basically located typically right in the visitor center, which is where the most of the employees come in and out of the plant, and obviously where our visitors come from that explains how solar works, that explains the amount of generation on a real-time basis, how much is done over the day, course of the month course of the year. And then it highlights what is the carbon offset to that? How many trees does that support? Or how many cars is that worth equal in miles driven in an annual basis? So it gives the employees and our visitors some aspects of what we're doing on the corporate sustainability side and how it's impacting the environment. Does that give them an opportunity too to ask about getting solar installed on their homes? We don't have that currently in the kiosk, but we do have a program where if they want to reach out, uh, typically through either their environmental engineers at the facility or their site utility managers to get questions up to us and we can point them in the right direction. I have had a couple employees that are definitely interested in the solar, putting it on their homes and how the whole process worked to get that done. Now, Toledo is located in my home state of Ohio, which is not exactly known for its sunshine. Why did GM choose this plant to install solar on? Really, it comes down to a financial perspective and how it impacts our bottom line. In fact, all the projects that we've done from a renewable energy perspective have benefited the bottom line of General Motors. Working with the Toledo Port Authority and Solution Energy, we were able to enter into a power purchase agreement that made solar competitive with the cost of power in the state of Ohio and why we actually moved forward with the project. Even in a cloudier 
state, similar to today, type of environment. How hard was it to negotiate that PPA? Given our history going back to 2005, we have a template power purchase agreement that we give to the integrators that we work with. Actually went through relatively smooth working with the local integrator there, which was Solshint, to get a PPA signed, done, and project completed. GM has shown a commitment to solar energy, not just in the United States, but also all over the world. Can you tell our listeners how many megawatts the company will have installed by the end of 2013 and give us a sense of how many countries that you've installed it in? We're approaching 30 536 megawatts globally and we've been as you mentioned we go from Europe to Asia we've got projects in Germany Spain Brazil and South Korea so we do have a global company that operates in over 130 countries so we take a look at where we have the opportunity to make financial sense to pursue solar is the goal to have solar in almost all of those countries that GM is located in? It'd be great, but there are some barriers that we got to work through when it comes to grid reliability and interconnects, net metering, no different than really in the United States. But that'd be an ideal goal that we have. Our goal currently is really to double the amount of solar that we've got on our facilities, which this goal was created in 2011 to put 60 megawatts on our facilities by the end of 2015. From GM's perspective, Rob, which is the easiest country to install solar in and which one is the most difficult to install in? I would say in Germany it's been probably the easiest, partially just due to the well-developed solar industry that you've got in Germany. I would say in the U.S., due to the fact there is no true national energy policy, it's been very fragmented, and it kind of goes from utility to utility, county to county, state to state, of how we pull a project off, which just complicates the efforts uh, in, in doing solar, but we have been successful at it. Going back to that idea of a national energy policy, Rob, what does GM do to help support efforts to make that happen? It actually even comes from the top leadership of, of General Motors right now, pushing the Obama administration for a national committee that focuses on policy, not only just on the transportation side, which we obviously are a car company, but also on the energy side, whether it's natural gas all the way down to renewables. So we are pushing as a corporation from top all the way down to support a national policy in that area. If people want to find out more about GM Solar Initiative, where's the best place for them to find that information? I will go to our corporate sustainability report, which is at www.gmsustainability.com. Rob, always great to catch up. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, and have a good day. We've been speaking with Rob Threlkeld, Renewable Energy Manager for General Motors. GM joined SIA in February, and in October at SPI, they announced that they will be installing a 1.8 megawatt system on their Toledo transmission plant. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Until next time.